Welcome to the Tailored Life Podcast, the one and only fitness and nutrition podcast that takes it way beyond just training and nutrition. I am your host, Cody McBroom, and with me is my co-host, Travis McQueen. That's your intro. Yeah. Uh, Today is... Monday. Sometimes I want to call it Mindset Monday or Monday Mindset, because I feel like Monday motivation is kind of cheesy, especially because sometimes (laughs) I talk about you can't rely on external motivation to do shit. You know, I say that all the time because the whole success loop, right? Yeah. Action, result, and that's what motivates you. And then I get on here and I'm like, let me motivate you. Yeah. So part of me wants to be like, okay, let's call, call it Mindset Monday or something. I think you need to make up your mind. Yeah. We don't have to call Research it review, research roundup, Mindset Monday. Yeah, it's just a podcast. Yeah. You don't got to call it anything, really. Money's episode. Monday. Yeah. I love um, it. And I don't know what to call the research one. I just accidentally say something different every time. Yeah. I think <laughs> research review makes more sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Because we're not really rounding that's my, up. That's my vote. But. The, the Q&A one, that would be a roundup because there's five topics. We're kind of doing... No, a round table would make more sense. I think Q&A, period. Yeah. And Research story. Q&A. No. Yeah, the oh, one I do oh, you're saying, oh, you're saying... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that one. Not our Q&A. I think not ours. Yeah. Research review is my... I think you're reviewing research. Yeah. That makes the most sense. For sure. So, what are we going to talk about today? I thought you would... You never told me. <laughs> I thought you would bring up something. Oh. I'm just playing. Oh. Um, <laughs> come on, man. I forgot we didn't even talk about it. Yeah. I uh, I had an, uh, like, uh, this is probably going to be a shorter one because it's really simple, but who knows. Um, I've said this so many times in my coaching with my interactions with coaching clients. And, uh, and you know, speaking of Joe Rogan and post one, we were just talking about Joe Rogan interviewed Kevin Hart that one time. And Kevin Hart said this, and I've used that before. Twice now. But twice now, yeah. great episodes. But one of the episodes, he says something that I think is really key that I've said to a lot of people. And then there's another thing I say that I want people to grab onto. So basically, it's like the whole concept today is like two, two questions to ask yourself when you are stuck in a rut, when you have imposter syndrome, when you're trying to make a big decision, take action, push forward to a goal, mm. anything like that, right? You're just in that place and you need to break out it to a better headspace. Um, and the first one is why not? Mm-hmm. right Kevin Hart went off on this because Joe was like why do you uh, do this and this and this and you're like just there's so much going on right why do you keep growing and his whole thing was like why not give me a reason I shouldn't exactly so if anybody listening which there's many of you listening because this happens to me all the time where you're kind of in that like quicksand moment or that just that that frozen moment where you're like you know what you want yeah with whatever in your life you're just not doing it. You're not taking action. You're not moving forward. You're, you're scared. You're fearful. You're worried about judgment, whatever it may be, whatever the core root is of, of that's like building up those negative thoughts that are stopping you. Like you have to stop and ask yourself, why not? Like, why not you? Why can't you be great? Why can't you do something special? Why can't you be the best at blank? Why not? You know, why can't you switch careers and do something else? Which I used to say very lightly because then people would reach out and they'd be like, dude, thank you for the motivation. I quit my job. And I'm like, mm. Fuck. Yeah. But they're like pursuing their passion, yeah. you know, and then they end up doing well as far as I know. Like, I'm sure like there's plenty of people who have, you know, even there's probably even people, and this would be a good question for you, dude. I'm sure like, let's say you quit your job, your career, and you're here now mm-hmm. and we're doing this stuff, whatever all this is. And if it fucking just failed year one and now you're like, shit, I got to go get a a job in my old career, which I guarantee you'd be able to get hired on. 
I st- like as pissed off as you'd be or upset that you'd be that it didn't work or whatever, I don't think you would regret the decision of giving it a shot. No. This? Yeah. Absolutely not. Because then you'd live with the regret of, like, if you didn't make that leap, even if I did, you'd regret it because you'd be like, well, fuck, if I would have leaped, would they have succeeded? Totally. Or would we, I have had something else or whatever, you know what I mean? Um or shit, this fails, and then you go find another job for somebody else doing this thing. You That's know what I do. Yeah, <laughs> instead of going back to your old career, but you wouldn't have been able to unless you said, "Why the fuck not? Like, yeah. why can't I do what's against the norm and quit this career in a that's a very secure choice yeah. and career path to do something else?" Um, and I just don't think enough people think why not. I mean, dude, life's fucking crazy. Life is like it's so full of opportunities, and people are just blind as shit to it. I truly believe that mm. doesn't mean that it's always easy to see. I'm not saying that, but if you're not seeking it out, you're blind to it. Yeah. Like if you're not looking for opportunity, me and Mike, were talking about that. Uh, Mike Matthews interviewed me for his podcast this morning and uh, it was a really good topic. And it was, uh, I think he said it was, um, so it probably won't be aired by the time this airs because we keep these pretty relative and consistent, but um uh, how to be, oh, it's Bro, a, that, that was this morning. It's uncoachable. I know, <laughs> but it's a word that to describe like, uh, very bad, like extremely uncoachable, but it, it's a word with a U. So it sounded really good. Mm. Um, utterly, utterly, uh, how to be utterly uncoachable. So we talked about like how to be a good client. Like how do you step into a coaching atmosphere and be able to be coached? How mm. do you be coachable? And then on the coaches end, how do you teach people how to be coachable because there's people that come into your your coaching company that go a like I just want to pay and I expect to get the results so they're not really coachable they don't want it bad enough and I have to teach them how to open their mind to be more coachable and then there's the other person that comes to us like I'm doing the work I'm learning I'm studying I just don't know how to take it to the next place I'm hungry for knowledge they're coachable I don't have to do anything besides teach them and they're going to be very adherent either way I put a lot of weight on the coach to, to make them coachable right which we dug into and stuff but <clears throat> one of the things we were talking about is there's a lot of people, and it kind of baffles me, but there's a lot of people who struggle with things in life, and they don't seek out answers from other people. They don't seek out answers from books. They don't seek out guidance. Somebody, like, no matter who's listening to this, they're going through something, whether it's minuscule or really serious, which is all relative to the person, too, because totally. I can tell you that's not a big deal, and it is to you. Or it could be clearly a huge fucking deal. But either way, you're not the first person to go through that. You're not like yeah. whatever you're struggling with. You are not the first person to feel that, to or experience last. that. Definitely not the last. Yeah. And the only way you're going to get through it is to seek out ways to get through it. Sitting there and going, fuck, this is happening to me again. And then doing nothing about it. Yeah. Doesn't change shit. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that bad things happening to you, you you don't need to feel or be upset about because they're bad shit. Like there's a lot of bad shit happening to a lot of people. I'm not saying don't feel it. I'm saying do something about it. Seek out help. Seek out guidance. Ask somebody else who has been through it, right? And especially when it comes to shit like weight loss, hormones, successful business, you know, when we start getting into like truly serious life matters, it becomes way more difficult, Yeah. right? But nonetheless, you should seek out help. Even if it's like, and this has happened to me in my life, <clears throat> I'm going to seek somebody out who also doesn't have the answer, but they're going to show me how to deal 
with not having the answer. Because now I can respond to that differently. This is, I'm not going to go down this path because this is not a platform to talk about okay. religion and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mentioned that con- the conversation I had mm-hmm. with somebody and I was like, you know, they're, th- they have a theology background. So yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, well, where's yeah. the proof? Like, yeah. show me the proof of this, that, like, cause I love history. So I'm like, I want the fossil of Jesus, you know, <laughs> like some crazy shit. And, uh, and he's like, you don't need that. Like you're going down this. <laughs> I know, I know. But, but the point is, is like whether, whether you're religious <laughs> yep. or not, or it's this religion or that religion or what, it doesn't matter to me. The point was, is I had to accept not knowing the answer perfectly and accepting that as the path. And like, I needed somebody else who I respected and had more knowledge to me in that world to tell me that. And then it was like, fuck, it's a little bit easier for me to swallow that pill, you know, the faith pill, I guess. Mm -hmm. But that's in any, anything, you know, like fat loss, you don't always have an exact answer, but you gotta be, you gotta accept that. Um, Getting on a long side tangent with this, but the whole why not thing is the question sitting back and asking yourself, why not you? Because I think that any individual who has a very successful, anything they're, uh, the, the perfect physique, they are a pro athlete. They have a successful business. They have a successful family. They, whatever it is, like whatever cool shit they have accomplished at one point in time, they did not have that cool thing. They didn't know how to achieve that cool thing. They probably had to seek out help to figure out how to get that cool thing. And they had probably imposter syndrome and self-doubt. And they had to sit back and go, well, why not me? Totally. Why not get after it? Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking about how you said you seek out people that also don't know the answer. Mm -hmm. But what they should, I'm assuming what they're going to tell you is try and seek out somebody that does have the answer. If they're thinking the same thing. Sometimes. Um, Or seek out the answer... Like, like you, you have the answer, like seek the answer within you because sometimes mm. you're, you're battling things or you're working through things. You're trying to achieve something. And this is why like, like you go see a therapist, they don't have the fucking answer. Yeah. They tell you to think harder. Why? What about this? What do you think about this? How does this make you feel? And you just keep talking and talking and talking until you're like, oh shit. Now I get it. Now I know why I feel that way. Now yeah. I, know, you know what I mean? And the answer was within me the whole time. Or like, how should I? There's been many times where I've been approached, I'm going to approach a conversation with you, with somebody else on the team, with a client, with my wife, and I ask one of my mentors, Andres, and he doesn't tell me how to do it. He, he just keeps kind of asking me and prodding me, and we go down a conversation until I figure out that I know exactly what to do, yeah. and I know exactly how to do it. I just need somebody, and that's part of being a coach, you know, yeah. it's like get the answer out of people. So I think there's that too, um, but in general, I think like, the whole thing I'm trying to, to get at here is is there's anybody listening to this podcast, there's absolutely no reason why you can't be whatever you want to be. And I know that sounds very like woo-woo and like nothing is impossible. Yeah. But it's just like there's just so many amazing people who have done amazing things who have the craziest history and background and upbringing in the worst case scenario startup and how they got through it or how they got there. They did it. Yeah. Right. And wasn't easy. I guarantee that. Cause I, I listen to stories. I read biographies about all these kind of people and they do the craziest, the most wildest, the things that you would never think are possible, but they're determined and they just believe it, totally. it really is just that they just believe. Yeah. And they think, why not me? Um, continue to con- believe. Yeah. And that's continuing to ask yourself, why not? Yeah. And then, you know, that's ultimately going to lead you to expansion. And I truly believe that's the purpose of life is, is to get better. Yeah. Like sometimes, um, I had a conversation with somebody recently is like a battle I have, as an entrepreneur, I think just having 
the attitude and the mindset I have is slowing down or like, like when is enough enough? Or like, mm-hmm. dude, like just be happy with what you got. And part of me is like, oh, fuck, you're right. And then somebody, I talked to somebody else about it and they were like, no, like that's, that's the norm or what they want you to think. But there's no reason why you can't just keep your foot on the pedal. Yeah. Like, why not? He's like, as long as you're not burning out or living a way that you don't love, like if you're not happy, of or course, sustain. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> if yeah. you can't sustain or you're not happy, like stop. But if you're happy and you're fulfilled and this is what you love and you, you just want to keep pushing and keep growing, keep being a better husband, father, business owner, leader, coach, whatever, or all of the above. Why the fuck would you not keep reading, keep learning, keep studying, keep listening to people, keep getting coached? Why not? Yeah. There's no reason. Yep. Like, and that's the purpose of life is yep. to get to the end of your road and be like, damn, I could write a book about my life. Or even if that book isn't a story, because maybe it's not like, like I'm not like adventuring across the world doing crazy shit. That would be an interesting story. But it's like every page is a different life lesson because I've done a lot of shit and I've I have a lot of life lessons to teach, and I know a lot of things. Like Joe Rogan, good example. Again, he's going to get to the end of his road. He's going to know a lot of shit because he's just done a lot of does. things and yeah. talked to a lot of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like pursued a lot of things and kept pushing the boundaries. Um, but all of it stems to that why not question. Yeah, that's number one. Yeah. Um, number two is very, very <clears throat> related to that, and is it's is that really true? So this is where – you ask yourself, is that really true when you are creating self-doubt, when you are creating imposter syndrome, um, if you're creating judgment, right? What are these pe- – these people are going to think X, Y, Z of me. Okay, is that really true? And break it down. Most of the time, 99% of the time, it's, the answer is no. Yeah. You go into the gym – and I get this question a lot on Instagram. It's like, how do you get over gym intimidation? Because you go to the gym and there's people lifting. They know more than you and you're like, fuck. So you go, okay, we'll run the story through your head. Like, what do you think's going on? Like, well – I walk in and every time it's like, I feel stupid saying this out loud. And I'm like, I know, but do it because that's part of the practice. It helps. Well, I go in, I don't really know what I'm doing. So I'm worried about them watching me like bench wrong or like if I drop the bar on me or anything, I'm like, okay. So the first thing you're worried about them watching you, right? Them watching you. Is that really true? Mm. Well, probably not. Cause they're probably watching their own fucking bar. Probably not worried about me. I'm one out of 50 people in this big gym. They don't give a shit. Okay, cool. Now keep moving forward. Uh, the, the part where they're worried about your form. Do you think they're really paying enough attention to your form across the gym to know that you're doing it wrong? Probably not. Yeah. Right? I hope if they are that worried about their form, they're helping yeah. <laughs> or going to help. Yeah. Um, out of like. Yeah. Well, and you can keep going down this of like all the thoughts. Totally. Most of them aren't really true. And then you go, okay, let's say one of them is true. Do you want to associate yourself with that person? Yeah. No, I don't because that person's judging me for being new in the gym. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And if they are watching you, do you think they're actually judging you negatively or they want to help you because they were in your position at one point? That's what I'm I'm hoping. But yes. Most of the time I think that is the case. Um, Now the other side of it is that person that you're worried about judging you, what do you think they're thinking? Yeah. They're doing the same thing. Like, fuck, I got this orange stain on my shirt like I hope they don't think I'm gross or like I'm fuck, I just dropped the bar like they're doing the same exact thing because now they're they're past the beginner stage but now they're trying to look cool in the gym yeah they don't want people to see them looking stupid so everybody's in the gym worrying about each other thinking about each other and nobody's actually worrying about anybody else besides themselves and that's the reality of, of gym intimidation but you can go in any scenario you know like uh posting on social media and worrying about I used to worry about this all the time like my friends seeing it and being annoyed or whatever none of my friends like at first, my friends gave me shit for, like, eating a salad at dinner and shit like that. But then I just told them what I was doing, and they were like, dude, we support it. Never heard anything again. Yeah. Or, like, hey, I can't be around as much because I'm 
around this business doing stuff. And they're like, dude, it's dope. Like, I see it. Like, I'm proud of you. It's never like, yeah, you're fucking, you suck, dude. Like, <laughs> you should hang out with us more, you know? Yeah. But that's what goes on my head. Like, they're pissed because I don't interact as much. But they get it. Yeah. Like, they're my friends. And if they didn't, I'd be like, dude, you're not a friend. Yeah. Like, that's fucked up. Yeah. Because I wouldn't do that to you. Totally. And all of them are great. And you know our circle. Yeah. Nobody else does listen to this. But our circle's super tight, and they would never actually judge. Um. But I think that, like, is that really true goes through a lot of scenarios, even imposter syndrome. Like, imposter syndrome is the idea is I'm not good enough, right? So this, and you don't have to, like, dive into it if you haven't thought this deep about it, but, like, when we first started podcasting together, you were kind of, like, uncomfortable. Totally. Because you were, like, I'm on the podcast and shit. Yeah. But part of that might be a little bit of, like, fuck me, like, self-belief, imposter syndrome, like, why am I a podcast host? You know, like, on camera and shit like that. Yeah. Realistically. Yeah. But... Why the fuck not? Yeah, I know. I just think I made it very clear to the audience that I am not an expert in nutrition and, and fitness. <laughs> yeah. Nor do I. I'm just here to do media and ask yeah. Cody questions. Yeah. And I've embraced it, and that, now I don't give a shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, dude, when I first started the podcast, the only people doing podcasts were, like, big names. There wasn't that many podcasts yeah. out there. So my first thought you, is, like. But you're, you're putting yourself out there claiming you are an expert. Yeah. So that would be way more intimidating. I, oh, I, I, was, put, I put it out there saying I'm yeah, not. Yeah. So I just had that. Now I just have to hear my own voice and see myself. That's yeah. what I got to get over. Yeah. Not people believing me what I say. Yeah. And that shit will still be weird because I don't watch or listen because totally. I don't like seeing myself. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But I think you're right because when I first started and I was coming out to be an expert and teach people, the only other people were more well-known and I was like, fuck. They're huge. Dude, imposter syndrome to the max. Like, yeah. who am I to be a podcaster, yeah. right? And now it's, people realize it's way easier to create a podcast than you would realize. But I've, I've ran into people who aren't in our industry or like family friend stuff. And they're like, oh my God, you have a podcast? Yeah. Almost like I'm like famous. And I'm like, dude, it's, I mean, I started on GarageBand in my garage. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's pretty easy. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty easy. iTunes accepts you real quick. So <laughs> yeah. it's not much. But I had definitely had a lot of imposter syndrome, but I had to do the same thing. Like, And is that really true for those listening? It's from a worksheet that comes from a book called Loving What Is. And it's all about accepting and understanding what reality is really, mm -hmm. really is, rather than the stories you're creating in your head. So I created the story in my head that I was unworthy to be a podcaster amongst these other huge podcasters, which would never see who I am until I made it big anyway. So there's nobody totally. to feel that way about. But I had to sit back and go, is that like, am I unworthy? Is that really true? Well, the answer is no. I'm, I've been doing this a long time. I know what I'm talking about. I'm absolutely worthy. You know? So like, is that really true is always, 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 always a great way to ask yourself or even roadblocks for fat loss. You list them out. Are those really true? Right. And if any of them actually are, any of the reasons you lay out or are, are the stories going through your head are actually true reasons why you literally don't think you can lose fat or achieve your body or whatever. It's, it's not like a halt it's a speed bump right like okay i'm too busy doing xyz to spend time meal prepping okay that's i mean that's a reality that is true but now you know and you're aware so how do you work around that meal prep service do you ask for help from somebody do you do intermittent fasting so you don't have to eat as many meals per day like what's the solution what's the option yeah exactly rather than just saying i can't because i have all these reasons and yeah. rationalizations but as crazy as it sounds is is that really true is a really really powerful way to break through imposter syndrome, judgment, and, and fear of taking action because a lot of times we just create false narratives in our head as to why we can't when we should be saying why not, Yeah. right? Um, and then when you lay out those judgments and stories on paper or just in your mind, you, you're, you're explaining to yourself the reasons you think you can't do something. Are those really true? Yeah. Like, is that really true? Um, 
there's another worksheet I used to do and it's more of a journal practice and it would go through like the first question, it's super deep, but it's like, who and what triggered you to be angry, sad, hurt, upset, uh, blah, blah, blah. And you have to say like, this person triggered me in this way for doing this. And it's like, in that moment, how do you feel about that person? And I mean, you just rip them apart, get all the anger out. And it's called the darkness. So there's like the darkness, the light, there's different aspects Damn. of this worksheet. It's deep, dude. And so you lay it out. This person is a beep, beep, beep. You just fucking go off, you know? And then, and then it's like, okay, now reverse the story. So instead of saying this person did this to me, I did this to this person. So now you put yourself in those shoes, right? And then you go into a, a part of the, the journaling that's like uh, essentially like what do you think this person's intentions were? What do you think was going through this person's mind when they did that? And then you kind of start to see another side of it and you're like, well, I mean, there's no way they just purposely wanted to hurt me most of the time, right? Or if you do and you feel that way, you write that out and it, is this really true? Probably not, right? Why isn't this true? And it just goes deeper and deeper and usually end up going from really mad at somebody to realizing that you're kind of a hypocrite because you, you fuck up too sometimes and it's not that big of a deal and you can work around it and you can have a conversation with them. And it allows you to reason with them. Um, I still have it. I don't do it as much as I used to. I used to do it all the time. And I used to do it about like people that hurt me in the past. I'd write about them mm-hmm. so I could forgive them. Yeah. You know, it's, it's deep. But the point is, is it goes back to that whole like accepting and loving mm-hmm. what is and seeing things for what they really are. The truth. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. So why not? And, is that really true? Why yeah. not being the thing that's going to push you to grow? Um, and just remember, like, everybody started from, I mean. The ground. Yeah. No Drake, but everybody started from the <laughs> bottom. You know, like, there yeah, was there was the no fact. there's no reason why. I don't think this I company has scratched the surface of what it's going to be. Yeah. But there's no, like, if we could get here, there's no reason anybody listening that isn't fitness could get here, too. Couldn't get here. Agreed. You know, I think the part of me thinks me being pretty normal is actually like a superpower. You know, I don't live a normal life anymore. I was a very average person. You don't live a normal life anymore? Yeah, com- I mean, you think about it, compared to the normal person. What's, what's not normal that you do? Uh, I run a business. I own my own schedule. Like, I mean, like, think about, okay, what do you do for work? Well, let me list all the random shit I do throughout the week to okay. keep this business flowing. Okay, okay. You know, what's that business? It's okay. online fit. You know, it's different. I, I was thinking you, you wake up in the morning, you go to work, you go home to your family, and you go to bed. That's very normal. Pretty fucking normal. Dissect <laughs> it, and it becomes less normal, okay. you know? Okay, Um Some people literally do wake up, they go to the their work. Yeah. That's a big, com- you know what I mean? And it's, and it's different. But I'm still just a very average dude in the grand scheme of things, and I think that, to me, that's helpful for people listening because it just shows, like, again, why not? Like, yeah. there's no fucking reason. Yeah. Like, you know? I was just thinking, like, on a different scale, but I agree. I think that I doubted myself quite a bit, and I think other people did too. And, and some of them, do it. and some of the people that doubted me, I don't even think it was like spiteful. I think it was just it was more logical. Totally, because it didn't make sense. Yeah, you know, it's like they're gonna do what? Like, yeah, because that's not normal. Yeah, like, I d- yeah. I'm tr- I'm trying to think if I ever doubted you in a sense of like when you told when we first lived together. I don't even remember very well. My memory is terrible, and I don't remember that time very well. But I never felt like you did. No, I I, I was maybe confused because I had no idea what you did. Yeah, but I never thought, oh, you know, like I saw the work in progress. Yeah, I saw it like happening. You came at a good time. Yeah, dude, that dude's on his laptop writing fucking paragraphs all day. Yeah, like <laughs> just like always going. Yeah, and I think like I had some friends that it was like out of nowhere to them. They came back from school college totally and they're like oh damn dude you lost a lot of weight yeah wait what are you doing and it's just like yeah i'm gonna build this thing and it's like huh yeah that's not the cody i know no but when i moved in with you it was like it was just i was already 
fucking grinding away and yeah. doing shit, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Setting up fucking... And I think a lot of people, I mean, might be a couple of exceptions, but a lot of people our age were more... I guess confused is the right word, is the most accurate word, but, like, it's more like, you know, people our parents' age or something that mm-hmm. were the... De- not, you know, doubters. I won't speak for you, but, like, more of the... And that's uh, kind of weird. That won't, won't happen. Kind of sense. Not just they're from a different era. Exactly. You know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is not normal to their era. Totally so I get that. So, but well, and that's and say that's, doubt lightly, but yeah. And I think that's that's the other thing too. Is like <laughs> I had a memory come up on Facebook, and it was a video that we shot in our kitchen. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you were with me doing stuff yet or not, but I but it was in our kitchen. And I had that boom, boom backdrop, oh, which yeah. is basically like a curtain that I would pull up in the kitchen by oh, the yeah. table. And it's like, I'm watching their shadows. It's wrinkly as fuck. <laughs> it's a horrible picture. Yeah. I have no mic, so I'm talking really loud because the camera's... <laughs> dude, it's, it was so pa- painfully bad. <laughs> but like, this is where people have to understand, like... Just do it. No. Just fucking do it. We're getting into a new podcast. I know, but that's, totally. but that's the thing is like... Even, like, why not? The whole why not thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, do it. Why not? Like, why not just fucking put it out there? What is somebody honestly going to say? They're going to, like, talk shit about how poor quality the camera is? 100%. But here's the thing. That stops people. They won't because you, if you're at that stage, you don't have a big enough audience to have trolls talking shit to you yet. And the people who are following you want to support you. I never had anybody once tell me, like, bro, your shit is so wrinkly behind you. Yeah. Dude, there's shadows everywhere. Yeah. Like, your voice. Like, Every once in a while, I'd get somebody that would message me and be like, hey, I, I know a lot of stuff about video and stuff. Like, you can, you can incorporate this. And I'm like, thank you. That's helpful to make it better. But it was never commenting, being like, you suck, dude. You're right? Not, I get that now. Obviously, yeah. I was dealing with that this morning. But <laughs> because we have 20-plus thousand people looking at shit. Like, yeah. that's yep, it's yep. a different story. You're bound to get some hater trolling. But yeah. nobody ever said that shit to me because to me, it was like, I'm just going to try to provide value and just give information. And who gives a shit if it sucks? As long as it's helpful and I'm practicing getting in front of camera, it can only get better. I agree with you, man. But I don't, I, it's not that easy for people. It's not. It's the insecurity is so strong. You, but this is where you have to say, why not? Agreed. Is that really true? And just fucking break through that insecurity. Bingo. It's the only way to get to it. Bingo. Yeah. I agree with that. I just think that breakthrough is so difficult for yeah. people. And I know firsthand people was like, they can't even, you know, go into public. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. let alone put themselves on a video and, Facebook. Yeah. Like, fuck. No. So I think that that's good you said that because I, I want to make sure people know I'm not saying these things lightly as if they're easy. Yes. They're easy for me now, but I've been doing it a long time, dude. Like I, I remember videos. Easier. Yeah. I was filming videos in my dad's kitchen when I was 19 and they looked horrible and I was scared shitless. Yeah. But I also remember hiring a, a mentor that was like, all right, your task is to film a Facebook live every week. And totally. I was like, fuck, I'm going to yeah. shit my pants you on live camera. also this guy grand's of money. I'm going to do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You got a couple thousand dollars coming out of your pocket every month when you're just trying to get your business going. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, like, I'll do whatever you say because if I don't, I'm wasting a lot of money, you know? And yeah. the lives ended up getting better, and then it turned into a podcast, and here we are today. Yeah. Like, that's the only reason I'm doing the podcast because yeah. we did live Q&As. The, the lives turned into Q&As, which turned into a podcast with Theo, which turned into a podcast for Tailored, and yeah. it's just and crazy. I know, I know a lot of people know think oh my god only like two people are going to watch this because you know it, the insecurity of it not growing mm-hmm. is like if two people are going to watch this by next year there might be four people mm-hmm. you know what i mean I, and dude that timeline is not like okay i could do a lot with my career in a year that i don't want to you know 
wait that long. Yeah. Dude, and I don't know if that's the right way to say blog, it. My first blog, the only person reading was my mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she would print them out. She yeah. has a filing cabinet full of blogs since yeah. I was like fucking 18. It's kind of embarrassing. But like, I didn't have an audience. But I, my mindset was when I do, I'm going to be better at doing this. So you could Damn, you can be yeah. scared that there's only a couple people and feel like kind of embarrassed that nobody's showing up, or you can kill it yeah. and start getting good at it because it's less people to judge you and you feel easier doing it. Mm-hmm. Look at it that way. And then when you have 20, 40, 60, 100, 200 people watching, you're really good at it. But I think only way to get that 50, 100, 200, and 500 people to start watching is if you're uh, growing your own knowledge mm-hmm. on the side to provide more 100%. value. Yeah. Yep. And that's the whole thing that we were talking about the whole coachable. Totally. You got to, to be a good coach, you got to be coachable. So you got to learn too. But touche. So why the fuck not? Yeah. And ask yourself, Love is it, man. that really true? Yeah. Happy Monday.